there's always going to be an opportunity to figure out, hey, what could we have done better? Where did we drop the ball? But what's more important is not just reflecting on those things, but then executing upon them. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to another episode of Flip My Funnel. We've crossed 200, like some time ago. It's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. The voice you're hearing is Ryan Vitello. Ryan has been on the podcast a few times. He's a sales development manager has been phenomenal just having him not only just on the show, but on the floor with all the sales team. So we're going to talk about something really interesting that is not talked about a lot, the relationship between sales development team and customer success. Yes. Let's face it, both of them are customer facing roles, right? Like both of them have to be talking to the customers all the time, but a lot of times they're not talking to each other. And Ryan has been talking about this specific topic. So I wanted to have Ryan on the show and and share how we are trying to make this better. Because we're not perfect, uh, we can do it all, but uh, Ryan and his team have been very, very focused on making it really good and, and, and work worthwhile for our customers. So Ryan, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's good to be back. It's been too long. It's been too long, man. <laughs> I, think, I think the last episode we did was like in the 50s or something like that. We haven't done it like last 100 episodes. Right, yeah. It's been a while. So, you know, I know you've been super busy and you've been filming a lot of, recording a lot of new episodes, so I'm excited that we're getting to reconnect and Get the band back together. Let's get the band back together. (laughs) Talking about band, what's the fun fact about you? Oh, man. Fun fact about me would be every morning when people come in, I've got a subwoofer and two speakers hooked (laughs) up to my desk, and I'm usually DJing for the entire third floor of our office. So no matter where you are, you can hear the bass booming. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And you do it for how how many people do we have on sales team now? Oh my goodness. Uh, within sales development, I believe we have 21. Yeah. And on our account executive team, I think we have uh, a little bit over 20 as well. Yeah. So. so it's a pretty good size team. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> you guys can keep, keep the things going. And I love that because you know the music or the song for every single rep, right? Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So Mondays, we always have our sales and marketing meeting. And in that, we always do close one deals, yeah. celebrate the close one deals. And everyone's got a song, whether it's an SDR or an account executive. And normally I'm, I'm DJing that yeah. as well. So everyone's got a song. Everyone deserves to hear their song played, celebrate the wins. That so. is so awesome. And that's the best part of the week. Uh, whenever I can, whenever I'm town, and if I can attend that, like that's one meeting I don't want to miss. Oh, yeah. So you guys, you guys make it really fun. So with that, let's just talk about why is this topic of... SDR and customer success and their relationship, something that you have been thinking about a lot. Yeah, and you alluded to it as we started out, but both roles are are customer facing, yeah. just in two totally different perspectives. Yeah. Sales development reps are, are really the first interaction that your future customers or your potential customers will have with your organization or brand. Right. Vice versa, customer success managers are the ones who are maintaining and nurturing and growing those relationships with your existing clientele. But there's been a huge breakdown that I've realized that happens. And most sales organizations are so focused on how do I create better alignment between my sales development reps 
and my account executives, which, right. which don't get me wrong, that is incredibly important. And there's a lot of systems and processes that go into place there yeah. that can still stand to be perfected and tweaked and, yeah. and worked on. Right. But that being said, there typically is not a lot of feedback being passed back and forth from you know customer success to sales development. Mm. And, and as I was thinking about this and I had this idea and I reached out to you about this, I was like, man, this just seems like a big miss, yeah. right? Like these are the people on the front lines who are ultimately trying to win more customers for the organization. And they're doing, they're not really spending intentional time with the people who are seeing the growth within side of our yeah. existing customer base. Man, it's so interesting you say that because then I just made a note saying it is almost farthest from what an organization expects an SDR organization to focus on. Like the first level of alignment is with your, as, as you said, SDR to AE. The second level of alignment is between like sales and marketing that we talk about with the whole one team idea. Right. And then the further down is like CS, right? Because that's, uh, that's like the furthest out there. But you are absolutely right. Both of you, SDR and sales and customer success, have such wealth of knowledge of what your customers care about, what's working for them, what doesn't work for them. And as Jay Bear has said, and I've shared this a couple of times in the podcast, is that every touch point that we have with our customers or future customers, we're either building our brand or we're crushing it. Right. right? We're building it or crushing it. And I know you and your team takes a lot of pride on making one-to-one, very personalized relationship and conversations with our future customers. How do you see that working with the customer success team? What what are the lessons learned? What are the things that you're doing right now to make this better? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first thing is being intentional with yeah. one another. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, the the time that is spent with the other side of the sales organization, the account executive team yeah. and, and leadership, is far vast than the time that we spend with customer success. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, just blocking off time to say, okay. As the people who are trying to communicate this message, I need to spend more time with you to understand what are our customers seeing amazing success in? What are they also feeling the most pain in? And how can we talk about those things in a different way? What that looks like for us in Terminus is, you know, we are painting the vision and the future of what account-based marketing looks like for organizations. Right. But the way we need to talk about that is not in this broad sense, right? We're now starting to have more brand awareness surrounded by what account-based marketing actually is. But we need to focus in specifically on what are the organizational problems or the pain points that we're actually solving. Not just be, you know, a point solution and sell on product features and just dump all these, you know, shiny new things that have come out, but more so on what does this help you as a business solve? Right, 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 right. And so for us, like that's been a big transformation that we're we're going through, that mm-hmm. we're go- going to continue to go through. Because yep. as all processes change, they take some time. Yeah. But that being said, we want to not only be focused on what are the customers' needs, but then adequately explaining that account-based marketing is the solution that Terminus yeah. you know, will help them develop deliver. It and, and deliver. Yeah. yeah, I think it's... It is hard though, right? Like, let's just be like super frank about this. We've been talking about ABM for a while and a lot of people who are listening to the podcast have probably also heard us talk about it. What we don't talk about on the podcast is that ABM is really hard. Yeah. It requires organizational change, transformation and all that things. But it is 
definitely one of the ways that I've seen, and I, I hope you concur, is one of the best ways you can align your marketing, sales, and customer success teams together. You talked about being very intentional. One of the big reasons why certain companies fail is because of their retention, right? Right? Like they're not able to retain the customers. And you alluded to this uh, before we started to record is that, hey, look, one of the big things that you and are trying to work with customer success is like, how do we keep the best fit customers? How do you do that? Yeah. And you bring up a really good point, right? I've never yet to find a company that retains 100% of its customers, right? And so that being said, we all stand to learn something. Here. Yeah. And so especially in fast-growing organizations, you know, there's always going to be an opportunity to figure out, hey, what could we have done better? Where did we drop the ball? But what's more important is not just reflecting on those things, but then executing upon them. Yes. And so what that's looked like for us is, you know, we at Terminus have gone through an evolution of what our platform Top evolution. Right, <laughs> has, has, looks like today. Yeah. And so what we once were is not what we were today. Yeah. And that's really what an ABM journey is. To your point, it's, it's complicated yeah. at points and it's tough and got to figure out, okay, how do we continue to grow and shift um, some of our focuses or resources to better execute? Right. Not just on customer like onboarding, but yeah. customer retention as well. And so what that's looked like for us is, you know, we've said, hey, we understand that sales development does a heck of a job at personalizing messaging and outreach. Why don't we have the people who are best at doing that coincide with customer success who has all these insights on potential, you know, pain points that previous customers have had. Better understanding why someone might have left us or some of the pain that they're experiencing get ahead of those things for people that we've never even had the opportunity to work with yet, mm-hmm. yet being the keyword. Yeah, being uh, the keyword, yeah. Right. But then also, you know, how do we win back these people who we know are, you know, going to be all stars with us yeah. one day? And so when you take the insight, the valuable insights that customer success has from, like I said, growing and nurturing these relationships, and then you coincide it and pair it with the execution of a really well-oiled sales development machine, yeah. you get something that's really, really creative and, yeah. and really good because everyone's doing what they're best at. That's great. Are there examples that you could share between like, hey, we learned this from CSM and now we're using that on the SDR side today. so that that allows us to get in front of the future customers better, that allows us to qualify them better so that we're not giving them bad fit customers? Yeah. So this looks like a few different things for us, yeah. right? One would be just upfront qualifications. Yeah. Every every sales organization does that has to has to qualify some yeah. things. If not, you are going to waste a lot of time. Yeah. So what we did was we took some of the feedback that we received from customer success and started to develop, you know, hey, these are trends that we've seen in really good fit customers. Yeah. Trends that we've seen in really customers who maybe weren't able to see yeah. success. Right. So let's develop a strategy on how do we gear ourselves more towards the success as opposed to the potential for failure. Yeah. On top of that, like I said, this communication that we've had to be intentional about mm-hmm. has opened itself up for a new opportunity that we've recently just started, which is you know, allowing SDRs to coincide and work with uh, CSMs mm-hmm. on strategic accounts that we know we want to win back. Yeah. So we launched this a few weeks ago, and within two days of launching, we had already won our first Wow, that is amazing. So it it, it works, right? Yeah. And the idea there is like everyone 
has special talents. Everyone is very good at yeah. specific things. Right. What if we focus our time and effort on allowing them to do what they're best at? Yeah, that's so good. That is so good, man. I love that. All right, so I'm going to try to wrap this up. This has been really interesting topic. I want to have more examples like this and come back and, and share with, with our community. And as we think about it, just think about the challenge that you want to share with everybody who might be in a sales role or a customer success role trying to figure this thing out. So a few things. One, it's an organizational change. When you think about SDR, AE, the fact I did not think about it and I should have is that, wow, these of all the roles in the organization, there are only two roles that are customer facing each and every day. SDR and customer success, which means if they are not talking to each other in your organization, you are missing out. You might not qualifying right. You may have a leaky bucket. You may have retention issues. All those things are probably coming out because these two groups are not talking to each other. So I think, Ryan, this topic is actually from anybody who's thinking about growth in their company, this should really help them think about like, well, that's the best way to grow is to have the right people in the door so we can service them the right way. So I'm glad you, you brought this topic to life. And the second part is, the alignment that we think about between SDR to to marketing or SDR to AE, well, that's great. SDR to CS alignment in terms of qualification all the way to success criteria is going to be the way you and your organization can grow really well. So I feel like both of those alignment points are super solid. So what, what challenge do you want to send and share with everybody? I think the, the challenge that I would give sales professionals and customer success professionals yeah. out there is communication. Yeah. One of the hardest things to do, one of the things that breaks down most super easy, super easy to break down. But at the end of the day, be intentional because if you, to your point, if your focuses are on growth, if your focuses are on retention, which if you're a business out there, I hope that those are two of the things yeah. on your roadmap. Yeah. Those things are imperative for your organization to succeed. And whether it's, you know, closing the back door on retention, like your, the first interaction that your future customers have is coming from your sales development team. Yes. So make an effort to you know, give them the best experience as if you were the buyer themselves. Yeah. Uh, vice versa, sales development, set your customers up for success. Be sure that you are talking about the things that matter to them most yeah. from the moment that you interact with them and engage with them because that is going to create a sustained relationship that carries on from now until Hopefully for forever. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, that would be my challenge. All right, Ron. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, man. Love it. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.